Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. I'm Sam, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. You guys have been so amazing. Uh, Thank you so much for writing your reviews. It helps the podcast get out there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. How's your quarantine going? I have a press on nails. I've got pink hair, and I'm at my sister's house right now. And, um, you know, I'm chugging along. I'm rowing my way. I like envision myself in a little canoe, like rowing my way, navigating this quarantine. I don't know why a canoe is the first thing that I thought of. Ah, let's be real. Happy, happy Wednesday. If you are listening to this on the day it comes out, it is Wednesday. And you know, this podcast started with What's Good Wednesday, a little IGTV that I did. Um, gosh, it's over a year ago at this point, every Wednesday I would hop on and I would just talk about what was good in my life. And, you know, some days, lots of things were great. And there were some days that not so many things were great. And I started just kind of working through my issues on my IGTV and it led to this podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for still being here. If you're brand new, welcome. And if you've been listening, hey girl, welcome back. Today is all about indecision. Indecision is a decision. This one hurts me because you guys, I am recovering from being the most indecisive person I know. Literally, is this you? Is it just me? I will go to a restaurant and I will literally hem and haw over, first of all, which restaurant to go to. Well, do I do this one because then I can get this meal or do I go to that one? And it was like a whole to-do. Very stressful. And then once I was in the restaurant, I would look at the options. Okay. Well, do I get an appetizer? Do I not? Well, do I do the steak or do I do the fish? And do I, and I would literally create so much pressure for myself that was so not necessary. And I'm curious if you are someone that lives in indecision or are you amazing at making decisions? And if you are amazing at making decisions and you just go with it, I'm really impressed. I want to hang out with you because I am constantly wanting to grow in becoming more decisive. And so where does this all come from? Where does indecision come from? And quite honestly, I believe that it is our perfectionist and our people pleasing that keeps us in indecision. It keeps us from making a choice and moving forward. So Many people pleasers and perfectionists will sit down and and look at these options, you know, whether it's, do I take the job? Do I not? Do I cancel the event? Do I not? I have a lot of clients that are dealing with some indecision in their lives due to the pandemic and the quarantine. And, you know, they are like, well, what's the right choice? Do I do this or do I do that? Do I do this or do I do that? And what happens is that we get so caught up in wanting to do the quote unquote right thing that we don't 
actually make a choice. So what's happening is that we are completely giving our power away to the circumstance, to the other person, to whatever's happening outside of us externally, instead of holding on to that power and making the choice from an internal place, an internal place of what is it that I truly want? What is it that I truly need? And what is the decision that will make me the happiest and will be most in alignment with my vision and my purpose for my life? Now, the people pleasers, I really get this one because, you know, we often hear that phrase of you have to say no to outside and external things so you can say yes to yourself. So for anyone that is used to being really overcommitted and saying yes to you know, signing up for the bake sale and yes to hopping on the Zoom call and yes to taking your friend's dog for a walk and yes to babysitting for your other best friend and yes to hopping on a million phone calls. And then all of a sudden at the end of the day, you're like, I'm exhausted. I didn't do anything I wanted to do and I just did everything for myself. Well, some of you are like, yeah, but that's how I find value. I find value by helping others. Well, that's awesome. But at the same time, you are not valuing yourself and you're not helping yourself. So it's really easy to fall into these excuses and these stories that we have to do all of this other stuff for other people in order for us to feel valid. When truthfully, you are enough and worthy and amazing and and so valuable just as you are, just by being you. You were born valuable. You were born worthy. So if you're getting stuck in this, I want to you know, make sure that I'm saying yes, because I want to make sure other people are good. Well, that's amazing. But that's going to put a lot of pressure on you when you need to make a decision in your life about, I mean, it could be something as simple as literally what to eat for dinner to what you're going to watch on Netflix to where, where am I going to move? Am I going to follow this job opportunity and move across the country? Like you get to figure out what it is that you really want is this you know, new business opportunity with a new business partner, is this something that you truly want or do you feel like you have to say yes to it because you want to make that person happy? And for the people pleasers that want to make other people happy, it can cloud that, um, that intuition. It can cloud what is it that I truly want. And so we get stuck in indecision because we want to listen to what we feel, but then we also want to honor our new business partner. And so... That's where we decide, you know what, F it, I'm not going to make a decision. I'm just going to hem and haul over it. I'm just going to teeter back and forth between these two options because I'm too afraid to hurt this other person's feelings. Like, I don't know how many of you have been in relationships where you've gotten stuck because you didn't want to hurt the person you were with. You kind of knew it wasn't happening. And look, I've been there. I mean, that was me the final 10 months to a year of my marriage. I didn't want to hurt my partner at the time. But I knew in my gut that I had to make that decision, that leaving was the right decision for me, but gosh, I didn't want to hurt him. So I stayed in indecision and I kind of kept going back and forth and I got every opinion of every friend, every family member. I just wanted someone else to make the decision for me. And we often do this because we don't want to take the blame. And if something goes wrong, then, oh, well, it wasn't my fault. You know, so-and-so told me to go do this or so-and-so told me to order the steak instead of the fish. So if it's bad, it's their fault. It's not on me. And that's not a mean thing. It's just, it's just kind of the nature of like, we want to be right. And this is where I get to remind you and I get to remind my clients and I get to remind myself that there is no right or wrong. There's simply 
a choice that will have positive consequences and negative consequences. And most decisions aren't going to be all positive consequences. Like it's not just going to be rainbows and sunshine. Like you're going to have to make decisions that are going to be painful or challenging, but also serve your highest good. So when we think about indecision, I want you to think about a time in your life and maybe you're in one right now, or maybe there was a time in your life when you were really just going back and forth. And, you know, I do love the phrase of if you don't know what to do, don't do anything at all. But I think that many of us can get stuck here and that's when we waste our time. I have wasted so much time in my life trying to figure out quote unquote what to do because I knew in my heart and my gut what I needed to do, but I was so afraid of other people's judgments. I was so afraid of hurting someone else. I was so afraid of what other people would think of me that I wasted time. I mean, and I've experienced this personally in literally like what I want to watch on Netflix to ordering out at a restaurant to getting into or getting out of a relationship to starting a business or not starting a business to starting a podcast or not starting a podcast. Like literally I have, you know, worked through this people pleasing and perfectionist story for many, many years. And indecision is one of the biggest side effects of it. And I look at the amount of time spent in indecision. I'm like, oh my gosh, ain't nobody got time for that because I've got big goals. There are big things I want to do. And my friend Nicole got to remind me last week, done is better than perfect. And you know what? Sometimes you got to pull in some Mel Robbins and you got to do her, her five second roll. You count down five, four, three, two, one, and you got to rip off the bandaid. But before you can rip off the bandaid, you have to give yourself time to get quiet. Get quiet. And whether that's in prayer or meditation or a quiet walk outside with no podcast on, I know I should be telling you to listen to a podcast, but a quiet walk where there's no music, you're not talking to someone, you are literally just letting yourself get in touch with your body, get in touch with your mind. You have to give yourself space to listen. Because so many of us are asking for the answers, but we're not taking time to listen to what we want. We are looking externally for what we should do when we already probably know the truth in our bones, in our gut, in our soul, in our heart. So my first piece of advice is to get quiet. If this is a major decision, if this is a life decision, a business decision, a financial decision, a relationship decision, you might not be able to five, four, three, two, one, and go. You might need to give yourself some time to sit and listen. Ask the question, ask your spirit guides, ask God, ask the universe, write in your journal and start asking better questions to figure out what it is that you need and you want as it aligns with your biggest vision for your life, for your business, for your relationship. So once we give ourselves time, I like to also say, put a date on it. I am going to give myself until next Thursday to make a decision on this thing. That way you have an end date. That way you have to make a choice and you don't waste too much time in indecision. Now, if this is something, you know, when you're ordering at a restaurant, I'm going to give myself five seconds and I'm going to make a decision. So depending on the weight of the decision, if it's one of those bigger life things, you might give it more time. You might give it a week. You might give it a month. You might give it a day, whatever works for you. 
if it's one of those less serious things like where am I going to eat? What am I going to watch on Netflix? What outfit am I going to put on today? Give yourself five seconds. Give yourself 60 seconds and allow yourself to take back your power in making a decision. I'm not going to say force yourself to make a decision. You are allowing yourself to step into your power and own that you're going to make a choice and you are strong enough to handle the both positive and negative consequences that come with it. So that's the second part. And then number three is once you have a made decision, get into action, do it, go for it, do it, and be open to what happens next. So you are powerful and you are strong and you have handled everything you have in your life because you're here and you're listening to this. I always say it. You've survived 100% of your worst days. So you're going to survive this. And worst case scenario, if your life explodes in your face because of this decision, guess what, boo? You are going to learn so much stuff. If you make a choice and things explode in your face, well, that's awesome. If a relationship explodes in your face, if a friendship explodes in your face, if a business deal, if, you know, your food, I don't think your food's going to explode in your face, but if those things explode, that means that maybe there were things that were not supposed to be in your life. Or maybe it's the most amazing thing that happens and you, because you made a decision, you attracted that into your life. So know that regardless, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. It's simply a choice and you get to learn from it. These are all learning experiences, but the longer you sit in indecision, you are not taking action and you are not living in your power. And you are better than that. You are not a victim. You are courageous and you are powerful and you are meant to do amazing, incredible things. So get out of indecision. Stop using that as a crutch. Stop using the excuse of like, oh, well, this is just how I am, or this is how I grew up, or, you know, whatever excuse you want to throw in there. I'm not, you know, five pounds lighter than I should be. Like I stop using those excuses. You are better than that. I see the greatness in you and I'm encouraging you to see the greatness in yourself. You deserve to make decisions that are going to be in alignment with what you want in your life. And sometimes that means making tough decisions, but you've got to make them. My mom says, I love this. She says when she's having tough conversations with people at work, I hope her work friends are not listening to this, but she says, you know, sometimes there's going to be good conversations and sometimes there's going to be bad conversations. And today might be one of those bad conversations. So I love that because, you know, everything is not going to be easy and that's okay. How can you still own that you are in charge of your life? How can you still own that even if things are sucking and it's like sucking of the suck, 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 that you can still take action to feel the way you want to feel? Oh, I mean, you have the power. You have the power. You have the power. I'm going to say 8 million more times. You are so much better than indecision. You are so much more than a perfectionist. You are so much more than a people pleaser. Let's all become recovering perfectionists and recovering people pleasers and recovering indecision dannies. I don't know. I was trying to come up with a, a name that would be alliterative with indecision. Couldn't think of it. Yeah, nah, that's not good. Not going to edit that out. 
Okay, I'm pulling it back in. Pulling it back in, guys. Okay, my last piece of advice for you is to remove decision fatigue from your life. What do I mean by that? So there's a reason that Steve Jobs always wore black turtlenecks. It's because we only have so much willpower, that like muscle, that decision-making muscle. Um, We only have so much energy to be used throughout the day. So if you are... I keep saying hemming and hawing, but like that really is the phrase that keeps coming up for me. If you are just going back and forth between what do I wear in the morning? What do I eat first thing? Do I make this phone call first? Do I meditate or not? Do I, and if everything feels hard and tough and you're an indecision about a lot of things, by the time you actually hit something that's really going to need your energy and your mind space, you're going to be exhausted and you're not going to be able to make that decision. So can you remove decision fatigue from your life? Maybe that means that you go through your closet and you throw out everything and anything that doesn't make you feel good, kind of Marie Kondo it and like get rid of anything that doesn't spark joy so that you always know that you have your five go-to outfits that make you feel awesome. My friend Lindsay actually back, gosh, 10 years ago when we were in the city, I would always be like, Lindsay, I don't know what to wear. I don't know what to wear. And we were trying to go out and go on cute dates and meet guys. And she was like, oh, this is what I do. And she literally would take pictures of different outfits that she loved and keep them in an album on her phone so that whenever she was like, oh, I'm doing this event or, oh, I'm going to do this thing. She would just swipe through the pictures in her phone and be like, oh yeah, that's the outfit I want to wear. That makes me feel really cute for me. That means throwing out any old workout clothes that I no longer wear. So I kind of have this rotation of like three to five outfits that I absolutely love. So I don't have to think about what I'm going to wear in the morning because I don't want to waste my decision-making energy on a simple thought like that. That's another reason why I have the same breakfast every single day. That's why meal planning is so awesome and planning out even just your recipes, even if you're not going to prep food on the weekend and cook it for the week, just having your recipes made and your grocery shopping list made is going to save you so much time and energy when you're just going to the grocery store. You don't have to figure it out there in the moment and then make a decision that's really not going to serve you like buying the dozen donuts just because you're hungry and they're there. No, you're you're not going to have to waste that energy on making a choice in the moment because you've already planned it ahead of time. So whether it's cleaning out your closet and figuring out your most favorite clothes, whether it's setting up your schedule so that you build in time for your workout rather than trying to in the moment figure out, well, which workout am I going to do? Am I going to do a cardio? Am I going to do strength training? Well, what time am I going to fit it in? Eliminate that stress from your life by planning things out ahead of time. Um, More options could be, you know what, if you and your partner always have date night and you're trying to figure out, you know, what you guys should do this month, well, maybe you just keep a running list of the things that you both love doing so that you can go back and refer to that list when you have a night that you're like, oh, we're going to do this. Now in quarantine, that might mean you both get to put on fancy clothes and you have a picnic in your backyard. That might mean you get to watch your favorite movie that you love watching together. If you find that you have a lot of stress when you are pulling up Netflix, maybe you make a list of the things that you want to watch. So when it comes time to turn on Netflix, you pull out your list and you go, okay, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, I'm going to choose this thing. And you just choose it and you go with it. So remove decision fatigue from your life. Being in a schedule helps with this. Being prepared ahead of time really, really helps with this. 
So I'm going to leave it there. I would love to continue this conversation with you. If you liked this episode, take a screenshot and share it. I'm going to post about it on my feed. So let me know your thoughts on my Instagram post today. And I would love, love, love if you could leave a review on iTunes for this podcast and share it with your girlfriends. I hope you have the most incredible, amazing day because you deserve it. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.